What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to yet another episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I'm Johnny. And I'm Matt. <laughs> That's right. And you're Matt, but you're not Maddie B. I am not Maddie B. My last name begins with a B. It does. I could be Matt B. I certainly Matt B. I think that's a little bit too similar. You could be Maddie Gamey, Gamey Maddie. Oh, dear. I mean, that sounds kind of bad. <laughs> Gamer Matter. Gamey. Oh, guys, sounds like we're making like a garbage pail kit or something. <laughs> right. True. Maddie Control Stick. D- no, okay. Well, anyway, you're Matt. You're Matt. You're Matt. Yes. And and as you find folks know, Gafford of Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And unfortunately, Maddie B is not here because Maddie B is actually in Tokyo, and I'm in Osaka. Again, and this is her second attempt to do the Gaffer to Japan episode 200 and motherfucking 30 here in Osaka at Space Station. That's right. Oh, please go for it. Space Station in Osaka. Space Station in Osaka, which is our favorite motherfucking bar in Osaka. If not Japan, we've got like like three favorite bars in Tokyo. This is the one. This is up there. This is like top five. We got oh, like no. a top five. This is it, dude. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers, man. And this is definitely our favorite bar in Osaka, or I would say anything outside of Tokyo. If you're outside of Tokyo and shit, even if you're in Yokohama, you're like, I'm in Yokohama. What the fuck should I do? Go to fucking Osaka and come to fucking Space Station because this is the motherfucking jam. And uh, before we talk about this special place and uh, all my prepared questions, let's talk about a POW pick of the week. So, unfortunately, Maddie B is not here. Maddie B is awesome about talking about alcohol, but this is one of your drinks, so I'm sure you're going to be just as awesome talking about this drink. Sir, what do we have in our hand? Right, what we have in our hands is cinnamon whiskey. Oh, it smells um, so good! Yes, uh, here in Japan there is no Fireball. No. Another cinnamon whiskey, and unfortunately nothing like Goldschlager. No. If any of your listeners know of a place to source anything like Goldschlager in Japan, please write in the comments. Definitely. I would love some Goldschlager. There used to be something called Gold Strike, but that's gone now. Anyway, I don't want to get too much on a tangent. Yes, this is a cinnamon whiskey mm. called Revelstoke. Revelstoke. And uh, I find it very delicious, and my customers love it as well. Cheers. Cheers. And it comes in awesome glasses with huge balls. I, we got two balls. Of, we do. We two do. Force. I think we have six balls in all, front of us. All by design. <laughs> all <laughs> by design. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's lumpy. Premeditated. Okay, here we go. Wow. Yep, good as usual. This is an amazing drink. It's... It's heavy. There's uh, the cinnamon. The cinnamon. You can smell the cinnamon like fucking like a foot away and stuff. The cinnamon is definitely overpowering, but the whiskey is definitely there. It doesn't have too much of a, like a bite when you drink it. Like I'm not like drinking, being like, oh shit, whiskey. I mean, dude, I took a sip. Let me take a like a like a like a drink. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dangerous. It's dangerous because it's smooth, man. It's yeah, like it's smooth. It's like Jägermeister. I could right. probably drink this whole thing in about a second right. if I really wanted to. Right. But it's- this is like. It's pure whiskey, though, right? That's well. I really don't know. I could tell you that it's thirty-five percent mm. alcohol, just like Jaeger, and yes, therefore dangerous. Easy to throw this back. So. Holy shit! So this is like a full glass of oh, like Jägermeister. That's correct. Get the fuck out of that's here, right. dude! That's oh right. my god, this is like deadly. That's yeah. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. See, I, I'm more of a beer guy. I like to go to whiskey and stuff at times, especially scotch and shit. And I'll take a tequila shot and a fucking mm. Jaeger shot. But a full glass like this, yeah. fucking game we on. We typically do this as shots, but uh, yeah, it's on the rocks right now. Mm. Well, 
Dude, this is awesome. This is definitely a sipping drink. Just slowly get your fade on. Especially when you're playing some games in a place like this. And, okay, so I'm going to give this... All right. I don't consider this like a whiskey whiskey. This is something kind of like a different... It's a hybrid. Is that, it's a hybrid. It's got a great aftertaste. Like, I yes. mean... Holy shit. I mean, you could put this, pour this on titties and kiss them for hours. Mm. Yum, 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 yum. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is amazing. I'm going to try to put it down. I'll be picking it up right away, I'm sure, but... I'm going to sip on mine a little bit more. We do have a video game-themed drink called the King Graham. What is, is it? It is simply this cinnamon whiskey mixed with uh, ginger ale. That's the King Graham. That's pretty good. That's pretty amazing. Oh, my God. So this mixed with ginger ale. So ginger ale. Wow. That would be a great... You know, we should probably fill these up with ginger ale after we yeah. drink half of them. All right. Yeah, could do. Whoa. Well, that cinnamon is lingering. Yeah. Holy shit. That's awesome. So, faders, I think I'm going to give this um, two thumbs up and a dick in the air. I mean, for being a hybrid, like a whiskey hybrid drink, I guess, I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I mean, shit, I'm definitely going to drink this whole drink. By the end of the show, I'm going to be faded. So are you. <laughs> it's part of the part of protocol. Goes, right? It's how we roll. So, what do you give it? I mean, of course, it's your drink in your bar, but yeah. honestly, what do you think? I am biased, right? It's true. Well, I give it the same. Two thumbs up and a dick in the air. Yeah, two yeah, thumbs up and a dick in the air. Bing. It's the most drinkable uh, drink I know considering the alcohol percentage. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit um, uh, worrying. I don't know yeah. why I'm concerning. Yeah. yeah, you should be concerned. I should be concerned. Dude, I, dude, I had drinks before I came, mm. so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Should be all right. That should be all right. We're professionals here. Mm -hmm. So, faders, here we are at Space Station. We fucking love Space Station. Space Station is awesome. And um, you probably, well, maybe you've seen the, the YouTube video. This is like basically the same thing, but better. This is like icing on the cake better, right? And so basically, let's get into like this interview. Um, all right, so first off, how did you come up with the concept of Space Station and what is Space Station? In your own words. All right, let's see. Well, the concept of Space Station is not my own. Video game bars have been around in Japan for a while, so the concept of having uh, of drinking alcohol while playing video games, or playing video games while drinking alcohol, whatever your priorities are there. <laughs> you could go <laughs> yeah. any way. The concept is not mine, but uh, the, the the execution, my take on what what a video game bar should be, mm -hmm. Space Station is certainly that. Mm. Yes. So what is it? It is, uh, well, yeah, a place where you can uh, drink alcohol while playing video games. And I have older games from the Famicom and NES days, even an Atari 2600, which predates that, all the way up to current generation, like PlayStation 4. And I also have Western uh, versions of the games and Japanese as well, both the games and the game machines. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. This place is absolutely phenomenal. It's like a museum, bar, game bar, or video game bar. What do they call them? Barcades or some shit? Yeah, one type of video game bar is a barcade. This is more special than a barcade. I, I hear barcade, and I'm just like, eh. But, like, this place here, I think this is Space Station, you know? Mm. Like, I mean, like, this is, like, a fucking great place. This is, and the fucking people that come in here are fucking awesome. Every time I've come in here, I've made friends, dude. 
holy shit. That's like one of the coolest fucking things about this place. Like the last time we came in here and we filmed and shit, like the two dudes that was talking to like uh, the missus and shit, <laughs> I became really good friends with one of those guys. And All then right. the next time I came in and stuff, there's that one guy who was like a lawyer and stuff. Mm, mm. I don't want to say anybody's name, but I, I was talking to him and I became really good friends with that guy too and stuff. So, I, I mean, in Osaka and stuff, there's a lot of bars, right? But I mean, this bar is kind of like a digital video game cheers where you can come in and just become friends with people and stuff. And these are really good friends. Like, this is my second time uh, back from Osaka and shit. And fucking like, this, I had lunch with my mom, my grandmother, and like the guy that was here and stuff. We were all just having oh, like, no okonomiyaki, yeah, dude. Right on. Yeah, and that's like kind of like a cool thing where you can go to a bar and shit, and there's cool people here. You can play some video games with them, and you can make some friends and shit, dude. You can speak English, you can speak Japanese, you can speak a lot of other languages too, if you know them. So I think this is pretty cool. And um, what is the history of Space Station? How long has this place been open? It'll be four years. Wow. It'll be four years old at the end of the month. Four years old at the end of the month. Holy smokes. Yeah, so are you going to have a party? Of course. Oh, man. I came at the wrong time, huh? Yeah, make a three-day event out of the anniversary. It'll be topped off with a video game quiz. Hmm. That's my favorite event here at Space Station when we do a video game quiz night every time we have a different quiz master. Mm -hmm. And it, that's a blast. Well, so that'll, be, that'll cap off the whole three-day event. Mm. Wait, when does it start? Just in case if we can get this on before. Oh, it starts uh, Friday the 24th. What month is this? April. April, yes. okay, cool. April, yes. April, 2015 for all you future fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> People like like 10 years like in it's the like, future, yeah, they're like, the date? <laughs> I want to go to this shit. You don't get from the 80s? Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, all right, so this is your establishment. You're the owner. Was it easy to like make something like this? I mean, this, this place is pretty awesome. It seems like it would take like a long time to like build this up. Yeah, um... It was easy for me somehow, uh, relatively. This is the only bar I've ever opened, so I only have one experience. Uh, but I think it went, it went damn smoothly. It did? Uh, and of course, having a collection ahead of time helps. Building up that aspect of the bar, that was mostly ready to go. Mm. I started collecting off eBay ten years ago. Uh, just my favorite games in box with manual. And so I had that back home. I just mm. had to ship it over. Mm -hmm. And the Japanese stuff, I just picked up a few months before opening. All the mm. retro and current Japanese stuff. Yeah. Well, and then the collection grows organically, as they say. But yeah. I start getting donations from customers and the collection continues to grow. That's awesome. Well, the collection is freaking massive. You got games all over the place, dude. I mean, behind us, on top of us, in front of us, everywhere there's games. I mean, it'd be pretty difficult to come in here and get bored. I mean, especially with the booze. Yeah. <laughs> I hate video games, but I love drinking. Well, that's okay. I hate drinking, but I love games. So, like, whatever you're into, there's something here. Yes. That is awesome. Okay. Um. All right. So, I was going to say, what are some of the challenges of opening your own establishment? Mm. Is there, like, a lot of challenges? Open I mean, because Tokyo and Osaka is very different. But, I mean, was it difficult? Was there some difficulties or something? Um. Well, apart from the difficulties that come with being a foreigner trying to do business in uh, a foreign country. That was the hardest part, by the way. Mm -hmm. Besides that, uh, I, I don't know. Either my luck was good or I just made the right moves somehow. Like, for example, I bartended elsewhere before opening my own place. Only 10 months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before that, there was. I started from zero when it comes to bartending. I got a job at a nearby bar. Mm-hmm. Popular with foreigners, did that for ten months. So by the time, it by, by the time I opened this place, I knew a lot of people, and a lot of people knew me. 
Mm-hmm. So I had more than a few friends helping out. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. Connections. Mm. Oh, man. Okay, so all right, let's move forward to uh, some of the games. Because um, like a lot of our faders are really into games and anime and stuff like that, and we are too. Fuck yeah. Um, how many games do you offer? Like, Have you counted, or do you have an estimate of how many games are here? Oh, very rough estimate. It would be easy for me to count, actually, because I have a spreadsheet with all that info. I could just look at it almost, I guess. But I don't know, somewhere between 300 and 500. But I want to stress that it's definitely quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. Some uh, space is limited here, for one thing, and I could have games and peripherals and everything hanging off the walls and have ten times as many games around. But Mm -hmm. I like... I don't want a cluttered appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the viewers can't see the whole bar at all, but it's organized, uh, so it's a quality over quantity thing. Mm. Bring in the uh, 400, 500, let's say. A lot of those, of course, are downloaded titles onto current and last-gen systems mm. as well. Awesome. Yeah. What are the, like, the top five games, or the top five most popular games that everybody comes in and they want to play? Would it be like Super Mario's and Duck Hunt or... Let's see, yes. <clears throat> well, as you might guess, the most popular ones are the multiplayer games like 4-player multiplayer. That makes uh, Nintendo consoles the most used, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Nintendo consoles have the Mario Karts, um, Smash Brothers, uh, Bomberman, Super Bomberman's popular, and that can be played 4-player even on the SNES. Mm, wow. Um... Uh, so, games like that. What am I missing? What are the big, like, Mario Karts, Smash Brothers? Grand Theft Auto? Do you guys have Grand Theft? Sure. And that's a single-player game, and a lot of single-player games are played here, and I like that. I actually prefer the single-player game experience. Uh, the, I can tell you, like, the games I recommend the most are, like, Limbo. Limbo. Definitely Limbo. So, Limbo gets played a ton here, simply Mm. because I'm always introducing it to customers. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the perfect game for this bar. Absolutely perfect. Has mass appeal. Limbo. Yeah, pick up and play, simple controls. Even customers who are intimidated by games, if they're willing to give a game like Limbo a chance, Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten they get into it. Wow. And then another big recommendation is Ib and Ab. Uh, Kudos to the guys who made it Ib and Ab. Perfect game for two players. Mm. So that's a big game. And uh, Rhythm Tengoku, Rhythm Heaven, I like to show people as well. Awesome. Are these Japanese games or Western games? Rhythm Heaven is Japanese. Limbo and Ibanab are not. Okay, cool. Very cool. Like, when I come in here, I see a lot of people, like, like groups of people playing games. So, what do you think is, like, the ultimate group playing game other than, well, I would say probably Mario Kart, like, right. the original? Right. Is that it? Or is there, like, another, like, like, another, like, like huge group game? Yeah, is there something that... Tops Mario Kart with just the accessibility, mm. pick up and play. Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'll say no. Mario Kart. Mario it? Kart. Like, I have uh, every version of Mario Kart here, console version, mm-hmm. except the GameCube one, which is many people's favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite Double Dash. That's an oversight. That's a gap. Mm. Gotta fill it. I should get the GameCube version. You should. But uh, yeah, the other Mario Karts get a lot of love here. Awesome, man. Awesome. Okay. So let's see here. Um, okay, Game Rage. We've seen mm. it. We've experienced it. Somebody plays a game. They bash the console. They kick the fucking like like screen. 
they get mad. So, do you have like a lot of game rage here, or has there been like 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 <laughs> any kind of game rage? Um, got any game rage stories? Uh, no, not a one. Not a one. Fortunately, I mean wow. the best I can do for you is like someone screaming really loudly upon losing or whatever, rage quitting and the like. No, uh, fortunately, customers respect the equipment. And it's not like it's their own home yeah. control, the controller they use at home that they're going to throw, mm. breaking the controller and the TV in the process. Yeah. Somehow they show restraint so far, four years running, in spite of the influence of alcohol. Jesus. This is respect. I appreciate yeah. that. That's yeah. unbelievable because, I mean, you go onto YouTube and you see people fucking, like, sticking their fists through, like, fucking old school TVs and shit and people going nuts and stuff. And they're not even drinking, right? So, for mm. this place, then again, I guess it's got to do a lot with, like, the Japanese, like, kind of, like, peaceful atmosphere, you know? Like, like everybody here is kind of, like, passive, you know? Overall, you know? So, yeah, that's cool. That's another thing about Japan that we love here at oh, Got yes. Fitted Japan. Awesome, dude. We're just burning through these questions. Okay. Um, let's see. Game Rage. Okay. Um, so, let's see here. Okay. Um, God, you've already answered a lot of these questions. You are a good interviewee. Ooh, so, thank you. <laughs> okay, what is the future of Space Station? Do you have any plans? You get um, like 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 three D games or like a three D booth or something like that or? Well, it is a small space, uh, so I don't know if there's too much more I can do with it. I'm l always adding little thin layers of polish over time that maybe only I notice sometimes. Some of the stuff I do here in the bar is just for my satisfaction, certain pieces of decoration and such. Mm -hmm. um, what more can be done here? Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, with the virtual reality and augmented reality becoming a possibility, we used to have the Oculus Rift in here, and that was a huge crowd pleaser. I really enjoyed showing my customers over a, a year of showing my customers the Oculus Rift. Right now, it's out of commission. Ooh, I have it. It broke. It just... I, I don't know what happened. I couldn't tell you. I don't think it was from rage. Uh, it was just overuse? Overuse, yeah. It's shown to so many people over time. Uh, it's pretty robust, but mm. at the moment it's in disrepair. I don't know what to Bummer. tell you, Johnny. Like, um, as far as expansion, well, that too is always on my mind. Uh, when and where to do that, mm -hmm. if at all. Dude, maybe I should open something. You could franchise mm. Tokyo. Dude, I'd love to do that, man. Right now? We'll talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> all right, awesome. Okay, uh, all right, how did you come up with the name Space Station? I mean, was it your favorite game when you were a kid? Or were like, I mean, I don't know, did it just come to you? Or why Space Station? Right, well, I'm, it all began with the name. Once I had the name, it, was, it made it a lot easier to see the whole project through. Mm. Importance of a name in the beginning, perhaps. I don't know. But yeah, Space Station was the name of my arcade back home in Maryland in the U.S. And as a kid growing up in the early, mid-80s, the golden era of arcade games, yeah. Oh, that was good. I uh, had my birthday parties at Space Station in Maryland. The, we, my town only had one arcade and that was it. And uh, that's why this place is named Space Station. And it's not just the name, but the interior is based on my memory of what the old Space Station looked like. And like a lot of 80s arcades, Space Station was neon lit. Well, it was very dark, 
and it was neon lit. So this bar is normally dark. Right now the lights are all turned up so you guys could actually see us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've never seen it this bright before. It's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> so it's dark, and I'm not using neon, but LED strips. LED is like the the 21st century version of neon. It's awesome. So, yeah. Dude, it fucking works, man. This place looks great. What are you talking about? Yeah, all the game boxes are lit up right there. They're, like, popping from this, like that from the walls and stuff. I mean, when you come in here and stuff, they look like, like holograms and shit. When all the lights are turned off, I mean, now you can see that they're, like, uh, boxes. But they look really fucking sweet, dude. And these paintings are pretty fucking cool, too. Right on. I mean, yeah. they are trippy. <laughs> Especially after a drink like this. Holy shit. Okay, um, alright, so moving forward, um, what do you think about game fusions and shit? Like, we've got, like, Donkey Kong, right? The original mm. Donkey Kong, mm. where, like, Donkey Kong and Mario were basically, uh, generated, right? So, what about in the future? Like, if you could make, like, any kind of, like, a game fusion, like, if you could take, like, I don't know, like, like, Mario and incorporate him into, like, I don't know, let's just say, uh, Goonies 2 or mm. something. Mm. If you could, like, put a couple of games together and stuff and make, like, a massive world... What would you do? I mean, you are kind of like the game master. I mean, game master, kind of like the dungeon master from Dungeons and Dragons. If I was to do a game mashup, yeah, mashup. Well, I'd have to give that a lot of thought. <laughs> but I do uh, doesn't really. I don't really know. That's the answer to that question. But I do like uh, what's it called? Mario crossover or whatever. Are you familiar with this fan made game? No. Uh, Wait, no. is like him? Is he playing like like versus like 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 Thor or something? It's the original Super Mario Brothers, uh -huh. um, but you can choose characters. You play through the original Super Mario Brothers, but mm -hmm. you can choose characters from all kinds of games, like Link from Zelda or uh, the what? guys from Contra. Some are better the than Contra the, guys are playing in Mario. Yeah, you just go through. It's extremely well made, and over time it gets more elaborate. I think it's a Mario crossover 3.0 now. Oh, I appreciate shit. that mashup, and I recommend you check it out. It's pretty damn cool. Wait, yeah. can I download it? And I never speak. Uh, sorry, never. No. Uh, speaking of mat, well, it's not even a mashup, and I never even played the game. But it always bothered me hmm. when that game came out. It was like the Olympics game. There was an Olympics game that featured all the a lot of video game characters. Mm -hmm. Gosh, well, I don't remember the name of the game, but Sonic was in it. So you have Sonic, yeah, and against Mario in a race? track and field race, you know, just a hundred yard dash or whatever. Wait, is it in the first person or is it like old school? So, like, yeah, old school. From left like, to right. That's right. And I was like, no, Damn. come on. I can't suspend disbelief. Mm. Sonic with his blast processing. Dude, Sonic would whip my ass, So dude. I don't like that they put them all together and made them run track. Yeah, yeah, track is, I mean, it, it should be like Thunderdome, right? Where you got like a big cage and shit, and you put two of them in there, and they got like weapons all over the place, and then they got to fight each other. Then I think that's pretty yes. sweet. Yes. Thunderdome, yeah, there we go, the new game. All right, somebody <laughs> make that. Thunderdome. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. It's already Smash Brothers, dude. Smash Brothers, god damn it. I, I like don't know Thunderdome if there's a cage, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, in the latest like, Smash two Brothers. Two games enter, one game leaves, I don't know. <laughs> in the latest Smash Brothers, you yeah. can make your own levels. Right. So, fear not. You could make the Thunderdome. I can make the Thunderdome. Upload it, and then others could play it in the latest Smash Brothers. Dude, that is pretty fucking phenomenal. Awesome, awesome. There we go. Okay. All right, so I'm going to ask you some abstract questions. If, like, the questions prior were not abstract enough. Hmm. Okay. If the princess, if all the princesses from every game fought, who would win? 
from every game that you've uh, ever played. Who's the shit. most badass princess? Exactly. Who is the most badass princess? Then again, at the end of every, well, every game is based about a princess that got like fucking kidnapped. So right. they're all like really not that badass. But right. if you put them together, out of all these chicks, who would be like the most hardcore chick? I don't. What? Jeez. Well, I don't know. They made Zelda badass later, right? They turned her into Sheik and everything. And she's pretty fucking badass, even as Zelda, but mm. initially you didn't know that. The original, the first few Legend of Zeldas, she was just the damsel in distress. Mm. Later on, I don't know if it started with Ocarina of Time, but that's when she started being able to fend for herself. Mm. So I'm just going to say that. Without oh. thoroughly researching... And how about you? Do you have an opinion? Do you... I was just gonna say the Mario princess, just because she was hot, like in like the like <laughs> the ca the cartoon and shit. Uh. Yeah, like I mean, she was hot for a cartoon. That's something right. that got like an anime fetish. Well, maybe I did when I was a kid, you know, before I can get like girls or anything like that. But the thing is, like, you like, could get girls when I was a kid. Fuck no. I mean, I had a but hot now you're okay. dude. I had a hot babysitter once. Ooh. Holy <laughs> shit! And to get her attention, I did bad shit. Like all the time, I break stuff and cause trouble and stuff. I was a fucking asshole. I was a fucking asshole! So you're so, saying she would win because she's hot? Well, she kind of looked like my babysitter. Actually, she did look like my babysitter. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, it's all coming. That's why my childhood's all mixed up. <laughs> Can you still contact this babysitter? Well, that was do like you, maybe... Are dude, you that Facebook was, friends? That, that's like 30 years ago, dude. I know, but do you... She's, she's like, like... So she's got to be... Uh, 30 years ago, I'm like... Uh, she's got to be yeah. like 50. But you'd still... If she cosplayed as Princess Peach... Now? Would, now. Even now. Wouldn't that, like, resolve some okay, listen, childhood... I grew up in the Midwest. Once we reach 50, we don't hold up too well. <laughs> I don't know. Overall, all of us... Is, yeah, I think it's all the hard drinking and stuff like that. Like, dude, I'm falling apart left and right and shit, dude. My lever. My liver's in my fucking right shoe right now. My, my heart. I love that shit in Vegas. Oh, man. I'm all fucked up. I'm all fucked up. Now, let's talk a little bit more about 80s games and shit, dude, since we're on that tangent for a bit. What about, like, 80s games that you can't beat? Like, dude, right. when I was a kid, dude... Alright, I was the first kid in my motherfucking neighborhood to beat fucking Mario Brothers 3. And I got that on fucking VHS videotape. I had to put it up and shit and record it awesome. and fucking, like, play it. And I beat it. And then I went to, like, all the neighborhood kids and shit like that and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I just fucking beat it and shit. Everyone's like, yeah, right. I had the fucking VHS. Mm. I popped in the VHS mm. player, which is a fucking movie thing for all you guys that are really young. And fucking like, yeah, I played it and shit like that. They saw it, and I was fucking awesome until somebody else did it. But anyway, a lot of like 80s games you can never beat. Zelda, I played Zelda for ages. Could never beat it. Defender, the, the, the oh Atari game, you can never beat Defender. No, like, there's like that one. No, no, right. Yeah, I mean, the only game that you can beat, obviously, because they made a fucking documentary of it, is fucking Donkey Kong. Fistful of Quarters. You saw that, right? I did, yes. Yeah. Holy shit, that was such a great game, dude. I fucking almost bawled at the end. I was like, <laughs> he beat it! <laughs> and they didn't let him win. Or, but yeah, that was fucking insane. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one. Oh, Could yes. you beat that one? Could I beat that one? Could you? No, no, I don't remember. You oh. gotta be careful back in those, those days. Like, there's a lot of games I beat, but I don't remember if I used a cheat code or not, or just used Nintendo Power to get through it. Mmm, Nintendo Power is awesome. But yeah, you come here and you can exact revenge on... Well, thanks to emulation, you can use save states and exact revenge on any game that gave you a hard time as a kid. But you come here and uh, you can try to exact revenge on a game and 
I don't know. It's probably harder for you as an adult. Oh, yeah, the hand-eye coordination is out the window <laughs> right now, especially when you're drinking, like, hey, B, B, X, right, up, down, up, down, left, right, zero. Boy, there's Can't no fucking enter that shit. Holy man, shit, right. yeah. Contra, gotta love that shit. Oh, man. So, all right, so there's a lot of games. All right, and cool. No, I did not beat Turtles 1. You know, I absolutely did not, no. Oh, God, dude, it was, like, the like most anticipated game. Once somebody had it, like, once somebody, once somebody in the neighborhood had it, everybody went to his house. Everybody was there, and it was like, oh my god, this is so fucking awesome. But then, you know, you just couldn't win, you know? It was like fucking, like, uh, Akari Brothers. Do you remember Akari Brothers? The Akari Warriors. Akari yeah. Warriors, that's it! <laughs> Akari Warriors. That game was impossible to beat, you know? I mean, you get so far, you'd be in, like, the fucking tank and shit, yeah. you know, like, kicking ass. All of a sudden, the tank starts changing colors, like, dude, I gotta oh, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Right. You get an oh, exit yeah. and shit. It turns pink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pink and white or something? Oh, man. Yeah, that was just an arcade port, so it was designed to kick your ass. Oh. Yeah, the Akari Warriors. No, ooh, that's a good fucking question. Okay. A lot of these games from, like, the 80s and shit, like the original video games, they were designed to be in arcades until, like, the fucking family cons, the consoles, right? So when they imported those games from the arcades into the consoles and shit, did they... And because in the arcade, they don't want you to win. They want you to fucking chuck your quarters in these motherfucking machines and shit so they fucking make money, right? Did they just kind of, like, just copy the game and import that into the console? So when kids are playing, like, I just can't win. I've been, I stayed up all night for like the whole week and I can't win. Like, is, is it kind of like the same concept or something? Or what do you think? Oh, I wonder. But I don't know. The real old arcade ports, like the early 80s ones, mm. there was no winning anyway, right? That was back during high score things, like the endless games, like Pac-Man and Donkey ah. Kong, which mentioned Space Invaders. Even you port it to the home console. Well, even if you make it easier... There was no end to it, right? It was endless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all about the high scores. I didn't even fucking think about that. That is fucking genius. It's all about the high scores. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, um, let's see. Do, 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 do. All right. Wow. Just going through these, we've already answered a lot of... Oh. What do you think about the graphics of the old Atari games, dude? Like, mm. if you go back... I mean, you've got an Atari right over here, right? Yes. Like, all right. When you got those, like, the Ataris and shit... The, the video games came in little black kind of like uh, square hockey pucks, right? Like, mm. like like those like things, right? Yeah. The, the, the illustrations on there, the, the, the time and money and energy that they put on those graphics were so fucking awesome, they were actually better than the game. Like you oh, could yeah. not you could not judge a book by the cover. Like I I'll, I'll no. go back to Defender. Defender was like my first love when it came to video games, dude. Pac-Man was great, but Defender was awesome, dude. Cause like the first time in my life, cause I'm I'm fucking like up there, right? This is the first time where you can actually fly. You're like, oh my god, I'm in a fucking like spaceship. I'm fucking killing like fucking like aliens. This is fucking awesome. It's like do 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 do. You know, you're pushing that one button a million times as fast as you can and shit. But the, the fucking graphic on the fucking like console on the mm. fucking game was fucking sweet, wasn't it? It was great. It was. Even Pac-Man had a fucking awesome graphic, and Donkey Kong was pretty sweet, too. What happened, like, from there to, like, Nintendo? Because didn't Nintendo, like, after a while have some kind of, like, well, Zelda's pretty fucking sweet still. But, I mean, it went from, like, really badass and really, like, like well-designed. Yeah. Dude, to be Beautiful honest. Beautiful illustrations. Exactly. Didn't they kind of look like fucking, like, like record covers? Like. They're a sign of the those times, the 80s. Beautiful illustrations. And the... Defender hmm. box art, yeah, and the label on the cartridge is like a hot chick there, and it's oh it's a God. glorious uh, thing. 
That's totally right. Like, it was like a chick. And it's some like dude behind around, her. Like, whoa, there's a UFO. Yeah, and there's like it's like buying some building or something behind her or some shit. Oh, man, that was fucking no, awesome. No, that time, you're absolutely right. And for those of us who our first gaming experiences were on the Atari 2600, the artwork that was used to promote those games that made you want to pick it up and buy it. Hell yeah. That artwork is, yes, ingrained in the brain and that art style is like, oh, yeah, it's it's beautiful. And of mm. course it was a beautiful illustration for a game that's heavily abstract because of the te- technological limitations of the time. Mm. Yeah, no, that's glorious box art. Absolutely. God damn. Yeah, they were really good. I mean, if I saw, like, fucking, like, the Defender, like, fucking, like, like image on, like, a CD, I don't even collect CDs anymore, but, like, let's just say, like, a, like a record or something, I would stop and look at that record and be like, oh, wow, is this an old Journey record or some shit, or mm-hmm. Boston? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, that was pretty fucking sweet. Man, speaking of going back to the 80s and shit, or staying with the 80s and stuff, all right, Power Glove. Yes. What do you think? I never had one. I know it's a novelty... Everyone knows the scene from The Wizard. I've never uh, had it here in the bar because uh, it's just a novelty and I never tried it. Mm. I'm glad that now, fast forward 30 years, mm-hmm. and we're actually getting leap motion and stuff like that, which is the wet dream of everyone. When everyone put on a power glove as a kid in the 80s, you hoped you could do the kinds of things that you can now do with technology like leap motion mm. and uh, what uh, the whatever the PS3 I'm a little faded so I'm forgetting the names of things now what is it what are the uh, motion things for motion sensors yeah like is it uh, the connect like... connect for Xbox and mm-hmm. PlayStation move you can do that as well and you don't even need a glove that's pretty sweet but power glove see I, I was able to use it like once or twice and stuff but like I mean it just seemed like it didn't work so well. Right. That you know? Was... You gotta be like, ah, left, right, right, right. Oh, The Wizard was a great movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. my God. That's what Corey Haim was kind of... No, 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 not Corey yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's Fred Savage. Correct. Yeah. yeah, that's when Fred Savage is like fucking like on top of his game and shit. Whatever happened to that guy? He like disappeared. He got on drugs or something. And, and then... recently there was a joke that he died. Again? And everyone... Again? Well, okay, more than one. More than, more than one joke, or not joke, but prank about... Him passing away, did the rounds on the internet. Uh huh. That's all I know. He's like, no, wait. And I remember him from the Princess <laughs> Bride. Oh, we yeah, all the love Princess him in the Princess Bride. Because yeah. I watched Growing Pains, yeah, but mm. for some reason it's his minor yeah, role in Growing Pains. He was in. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Growing Pains. Wonder was Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, that's what Fred said. No, 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 no. Growing Pains is with uh, uh, the guy that became with a super banana. Boner. Remember the guy Boner. No, there was, was that like, from Revenge of the Nerds? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Growing Pains, Seaver Fever. It's the Cor- Seaver family. family with, right, uh, right. Uh, Mike Seaver, there's the, 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 the cameras. Cam- Cameron, Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron! You got, uh, yeah, you got the right. last name, I got the first. Oh, good, good. Yeah, teamwork. Good team. Cheers, teamwork. cheers. This shit is fucking awesome. <laughs> Why did you choose this drink? <laughs> you got me faded in the first half of the show. Mm. <laughs> Okay, Wonder right. Years, right? The Wonder Fred Years. Savage, Princess Bride. I just, I love that movie. Who yeah, doesn't? it was awesome. Yeah, is is Fred Savage kind of similar to like uh, I don't know the Macaulay Culkin kind of guy, or whatever? Like you know, like in the eighties, mm. they're all like pretty badass mm. and shit. Now you're you're just like, oh man. So he's an artist and he's homeless, <laughs> right? Yeah, but he's not like 
I don't know. You never hear about Fred Savage. He's not like Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, Macaulay Culkin, all these childhood celebrities. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, what became of him? I, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I want to... Fred, if you watch this, just drop us a line. We'd love to know what you're up to. Yeah, totally, yeah. Come by Space Station hey. next time you're in Osaka, hey. Definitely. We're not talking shit or anything because yeah. fucking the growing pains were awesome. They were. <laughs> <laughs> and if, I don't know if you're in a rut, but if it's as bad as it appears, you've got plenty of time. Just come on by, dude. Yeah, definitely. Drink definitely. some me. Well, wasn't his friend Paul? Like, that? the, the neighborhood, isn't that? Oh, Neil that Manson? guy, yeah. Is it? No, it's not. It's <laughs> I can believe what happened to Winnie then. Winnie, oh my god, dude. What? Dude, fucking, where's my phone? I'm gonna Google Winnie, dude. Dude, alright, alright. For all you kids that are fucking like that in your like 30s and 40s, like, all you guys, <laughs> all you mid adults, fucking, alright, Winnie Cooper was right. fucking hot. hot. Oh god, she was like, she had those big doughy eyes and those big yes. poofy cheeks and shit. Dude. Good casting. They Very, did good casting. Oh yeah, totally. The bangs. Oh, she had the 60s yeah, bangs and yeah. shit. Oh my gosh, she used to wear go-go boots. And you're like, Mom, go-go boots are awesome. Your mom's like, I used to wear go-go boots. You're like, all right, they're not as awesome anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, Wonder Years is pretty fucking dope. Okay, all right. Um, da, 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 da. Do you know what the logo for the Atari stood for? Like the fucking three lines, like the one right. line in the middle and the two kind of veering off to the edge? I'm sure I read about it at some point, but... I don't know. It looks like the kanji. It looks like the kanji for river. It does actually in Japanese a little bit, but no, I don't. Do you? Wait, but I don't know. Atari's like a company <clears throat> in New York, actually. It's, yeah, it's from the U.S. Uh, that's <clears throat> sorry. Atari it sounds Japanese. Quite a coincidence that uh, while Nintendo, a Japanese company, picked up the ball that Atari dropped in spectacular fashion. Mm. Oh, what is the history behind that? The the video game crash of. The early 80s, yeah. The what, Atari just started, like, started making, like... Because, I mean, they... Remember, Atari used to make, like, a, ba- a lot of bad fucking baseball games and shit. Like, uh, like sports games and stuff that really sucked. But they had great commercials. I think Ozzy Smith was in one of them. But, but, so they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. Like, the game industry was... It's, a, it's well known among gamers, of course, that the game industry floundered, faltered and floundered in like 83 or so. Mm. Of course, if you were young enough like I was, I don't, I was seven, eight or nine or so, mm-hmm. I didn't notice a thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I, any game I hadn't played before was spectacular. Like, oh, this game is shit. I wouldn't have known it. I wasn't so discerning. Yeah, you're just a kid. As a kid in my single digit age and I played everything. But apparently I went through this video game crash without knowing it and Nintendo picked it up. But it's just a coincidence that Atari, being a Japanese word, taken from the game Goal by Nolan Bushnell, right? Well-known mm-hmm. fact. He named his company uh, after a Japanese word. So it's as though Japan had the video game industry from the very beginning, but in fact, what you said initially is correct. A coincidence. Atari is a U.S. company. Mm. And now it's very interesting to see that the tides have turned and Japanese... Developers are going through some lull, and Western games are appreciated, not just among Westerners, but the Japanese as well. Mm-hmm. I never expected that. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Well, fucking, I mean, the ball just keeps on rolling. Like, I yeah. mean, right now, I guess, like, Japan's actually, from console games, they're taking over with, like, the, the company DNA and Glee and shit, and they're fucking, like, mm. making all those fucking, like, uh, Keitai, like, cell phone games and shit, you know? Right. So, and they're they're kind of, like, doing that and stuff. 
Which is cool, but the thing is, you know, if you got like a cell phone or you got like an iPad or some shit, it's really hard to play a game with somebody with a couple of beers and shit. And that's why Space Station is a special place. Right. Should I turn that around, man? You, you, you're good. Clearly, this is, you're well over 200 episodes because you know what you're doing. I definitely know. I'm like, I'm thinking about, God, I've got to turn this around quick. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, man, by the way, this is a fucking awesome drink. Holy ooh, ooh. shit, dude. I think, I think this cup needs to have a fucking handle. Oh, man. Okay, all right. Jesus Christ. Holy shit, do you think this should be a podcast game? <laughs> Could it what be is a, a podcast what game? Is a podcast game? I don't know. I don't know. What I just threw that? it out there. Like, 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 I don't know. Like, like, like <laughs> you just dropped your notes. No, I just threw it out to do this. All my questions it's are like, done, dude. It's like but, a podcast game. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Like, got through Japan versus Joe Rogan. But then again, Joe Rogan's oh, yeah. got Death Squad, so they'd probably kill us. But we could definitely get hardcore history. No, they'd kill us, too. Joe Rogan's pretty cool, though. Yeah, Joe Rogan. He likes flotation tanks. If you guys know flotation tanks, isolation tanks, he's all about them. They're very interesting. I've tried them myself. I recommend that. Wait, why do you... Very like, tangential, but there, there you have it. That sounds awesome. I, dude, I've done meditation before, and that's mm. pretty sweet, dude. Mm. I had an out-of-the-body experience and shit. It was pretty fucking dope. What about the fucking, like, uh, the, the, the tank? Like, what's awesome about that? Well... When you really start hallucinating, you're like... Right, oh, exactly. Very good balls. that you bring that up. you got to be careful. I've done it three times. I've floated three times. Um, Is that what it's called? I Yeah. They call it floating, like, hey, Correct. man, what you doing? Floating. You should float every day. Something like that. No the shit. The major proponents will tell you something like that. So floating's not like getting high, it's just kind of getting there. No, but yeah, the connection between getting high and floating is wow. They I don't know, they it to goes. Their own? It's it matches. Oh wow. I mean that whole flotation tank thing has a history involved in psychedelics and the like, but mm. um, it's just a very interesting experience and it's cool, you already know about it, yeah. Oh, dude, I've listened to so much to Rogan. I mean, I've, lived, I've listened to so much to Rogan, like, to now, like, I, I don't listen to, like, every episode anymore and stuff, but I listen to, like, like whatever he has somebody interesting on, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Then I listen to that, like, episode. But I listen to, like, a lot of, like, his other, like, uh, his friends in Death Squad, like, um, mm. uh, of course, like, Joey Diaz and Brooke Crusher, who's been on our show. What's up, Brooke Crusher? Fucking love you, dude. Fucking, I'm, I'm sorry, I haven't tweeted you back. I get to fucking send you a tweet and shit. Bert's my boy, what's up? Uh, Ari Shafir, he's pretty fucking awesome and shit. I love Ari, dude. Ari's fucking awesome. I think he's coming to Japan in the future. You might come here, dude. That'd be pretty fucking sweet. That'd be great. You, you gotta hook I don't know who he is, but, uh, oh, really? but, yeah, but, uh, but I'll, I'll be sure to know by the time he arrives. Mm. That's sweet. Is there anything, like, I mean, dude, I'm out of questions and stuff. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, Space Station? Oh, uh, oh, uh, mm. I'm sure there's a ton I'd like to say. Talk about it, man. Talk Question about it. The question is whether any of it will come to mind. But, uh, oh, <laughs> there's man. always that, right? That's uh, true. Well, we've fucking been drinking, so it's all know, good. We're going on four years. Going strong. Mm. It's fun. It's, I love it. It's very dynamic because the, you know, the environment here is dynamic because the game industry is dy- but dynamic. Mm. The games change here and... Uh, the people change here since we do get a lot of travelers. Um, well, that's how I found out about this place <clears> and shit. Like, fucking, I was like going to Osaka with my girl and stuff. And we're just going on a little trip, and one of my friends is like, "Oh, you gotta go to Space Station." I'm like, "What the fuck is Space Station?" And she's like, "Dude, Space Station is this video game bar." I'm like, "Oh, I gotta check that out." Holy shit, that's fucking right. Fucking, my girl doesn't like to drink. 
Can you fucking believe it? I can't. Can you fucking believe it? This guy has a girl that doesn't like to drink so much, right? I can't believe it. I know, I know. Doing? Do you know what you're doing? No, well, no, I definitely know what I'm doing. It's the yang to the yang and shit. Oh, ah, okay. If you got fucking Good. two forces, if That's you got nice... two nuclear bombs put like going in the same direction, it's yeah. fucking Sid and Nancy, right? Uh-huh. So if I can unbalance down to the right. right? All right, he knows what he's doing. Hell yeah. So anyway, but I like to drink, and like she loves to play games, right? So like when I had a friend that well, told me about that. Space Station, yeah, totally. So when my friend told me about Space Station in Osaka, I was like, shit, I gotta hit this place up. So we're fucking walking around and shit. We went to this fucking uh, hardcore bar down the street. We've talked about that on the show in the past and stuff. Anyway, we're fucking walking around. We see this takoyaki place over here and stuff. I'm like, oh, takoyaki, right? So we get some takoyaki, right? And then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, wait, shining kind of like lights like a space station. And fucking, it was space station. We came in and shit. And it was like uh, the girl bartender. I'm not sure if she still works here. I think she's from like Europe or something. Yeah, she's definitely she's the full time staff here. She is. Oh, she's that's still here, yes. oh, that's awesome. So so anyway, she was here, and there's like a group of guys over here, and there's like a guy over here, and then everybody's playing games and shit. And me and my girl came in, and my girl's like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck is this?" And so we sat down to these two chairs right over here and shit, and she's playing um, Donkey Kong. Like some kind of like a Donkey Kong, like old like 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 uh, personal Kong game and shit. Her fucking I don't know how to remember the name and shit, but she was playing that shit for fucking ages and shit. We were here for fucking like five hours. She's playing games. I'm playing Mario Kart for a while. I'm drinking and shit. It was fucking perfect. And it was great. And then we talked to the fucking guy over here that was playing some other game and stuff. And that was kind of cool too. Yeah, it's always easy to make friends at Space Station. Yeah, it's can't argue with that. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's I, a social. I don't think you should. I totally wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Wait a Wrong. second, that's all bullshit. There are only cubicles here, and you're just one person per cubicle. You know, and interact, no interaction. That's the thing that sucks. That's the thing that they fucked up over those internet cafes, right? If they made those internet cafes like like where everybody played each other and shit, fuck, dude, they would have made a million dollars and shit. But now it's fucking too late because now a space station exists. So <laughs> yes. fuck them. They patented the idea of a social. Gaming environment, so fuck it. Yeah, can't totally. do it. Can't replicate it. Can't Unless replicate I get royalties. <laughs> you definitely should get royalties, man. This place is fucking dope. Is there anything else you want to say until we, uh, before, like, we cut to break? Hmm. Uh, shameless plugging. Shameless plugging. Yes, definitely go for it, man. Every plug. Uh, so there's a bar opening up in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Space Station has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. But. It's going to open up. It's called 8-Bit Bar. Those of you in Colorado might want to know about it. You know about it now. So check out the bar no, we, when it opens. It's not open yet. But we got fitters in Colorado. Like we had, oh, like, right. like, yeah, yeah. We had a contest and shit. Like a fucking, we had this, uh, what was it, end of the year contest and shit where we uh, fucking like uh, did a raffle for like a butterfly knife uh, bottle opener and shit. Ooh. Oh, it's pretty fucking sweet, dude. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we had quite a few people from, like, uh, the whole Colorado area. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, all so right. fucking, yeah, all yeah. you fucking Eight bit bar. There. Yeah. Coming Eight soon. Bar. Coming soon. So what's it going to be? Is it going to be like this? Is it, like, the same concept, or? It'll be like this, but 22 times the size. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a big, big space. See, that's kind of a problem, because a place like <laughs> this, all right, if it's so big, you can't really meet people and make friends. I mean, you kind of can, but in a place like this... It's like comfortable, like like when you sit down right here and you're talking to the guy over there, and there's a group of people over there with an empty seat. You can play fucking Mario Kart over there or something over here and shit. Like it's like this is like a, like a really good comfortable space. 
then like meeting people, that's part of the reason why you go to a bar opposed to like drinking at home, you know? So like if it's that big, then again, I'm not fucking talking shit just in case if I go there. I don't want to go there right, and be like, right. yeah, it been part. It's like, fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, that's an excellent point and about the intimacy that you get with a small bar, and that's what Japan excels in because there's tons of small bars. That's true. And, of course, you're absolutely right. With a big space, you sacrifice intimacy mm. uh, like that, getting to know people more easily. Um, hopefully, 8-Bit Bar will have other things that it excels in to compensate for that. Yeah. Fucking ping pong. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's pretty fucking sweet. Anything else you want to plug? No. <laughs> yeah. No! No blood for those sons of a bitches down the street. No. Right. Oh, well, I do like to always mention uh, Mitch's name. I forgot. Uh, and Mitch-y! his name is Mitch. Mitch. I forgot Mitch-y! his last name now because I'm a little faded, right? But Well, these drinks are fucking awesome. Mitchy. We didn't talk anything about ga- video game themed cocktails here in the bar, but yes, Space Station, like all the other video game bars, of course has video game themed drinks. Yeah. And a lot of the recipes for those drinks come from a friend of mine, Mitch. And he runs... Mitch! And Where's Mitchy a... work? Oh, dude. Wait, where does he a... work? He's... I don't know where he works. He's got like a bar down the street or some shit? Nah, he's he in the U.S. somewhere. He runs the website, thedrunkenmoogle.com. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for quite a few years. And uh, thedrunkenmoogle.com catalogs... Uh, video game themed drink recipes. That is pretty fucking sweet. I can't believe you didn't plug that first. Holy shit. So, alright, alright. How about this? Let's take a little break, and when we come back, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have one of these video game themed drinks, because I got them for free, and uh, then we're gonna do a little bit of the news, and fucking that will be the show. You right through that? Awesome, Matt. Alright. Faders, you know what to do. Go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Tell a friend, tell a friend of me, tell your neighbor, tell your boss. Fucking, if you tell your boss, you're going to get fired and then call us and get a job we got fit in Japan. We need the support. And we're going to have t-shirts and shit like that available in the future. So, and I probably shouldn't have told that because we haven't had them printed. Okay, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. yes. So, definitely spread the word about Got Fit in Japan. And here's a note from our sponsors. Peace. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, Pale Ales, Pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Hey, what's up, faders? Now you're listening to my sexy advertisement. That song is so sexy, that beat is making love to your eardrum. Boom, 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 boom. Aw, shit. Well, I'll tell you what, I suck at beats, and I suck at singing, but if there's one thing I don't suck at, and that's art. So come on down to thespilting.com. Thespilting.com has got all your artistic needs. I've got old work and new work there, and this site is brand new. Same address, though. T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. I ain't sexy, but the art is. 
So come on down to thespillthink.com. And if you want commission work, I can do commission work for you. I've done it before. I'll do it again. I'll do it in the future. In fact, I'm doing it in my head right now. Commission work. So come on down to thespillthink.com. Speaking of new projects, I just finished the State Series, where I painted all 50 American states in a graffiti style. They're mysterious, and I got every single state there. Michigan, Ohio, Kansas, Kentucky. Shit, some states I didn't even know existed. I painted them, but I got them done. And they're all for sale. 20 bucks a pop, so come on down to thespiltink.com. They're all for sale. Now in your head with my sexy song. Oh, in your Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. I'm Johnny. And I'm Matt. Hell yeah. And Maddie B will be back next week. Maddie B, we miss you, man. What's up? Okay, so as you fine folks know, what we're going to do is we're going to do the top five. Um, I'm not sure if we got five good stories here because we're kind of throwing this together because we didn't have enough time to put this together. Hey, we're not getting paid for this. We're sorry. But anyway, <laughs> here we go. So the first story what we have here is... <clears throat> Okay, gotta wait what for it. Okay, this story takes place in Tokyo. Knife folding man held over disturbance on Tokyo sidewalk. Why? Well, I, I think that's good that he did it in a sidewalk instead of somebody's house because if he's got a knife, he can run away. Yeah. You know? Okay, Tokyo. Police in Tokyo's Adachi Ward, Adachi. Now, Adachi is a place where we have a lot of our stories. A lot of crimes take place huh. in Adachi. <clears throat> Police in Adachi Ward said Monday they have arrested a man for brandishing a knife and creating a disturbance on the street. Well, if you got a knife and you're running around and shit like fucking Jason from Friday the 13th, you're going to cause some kind of a disturbance. <clears throat> According to police, a call came in at, into 110 at around 3 p.m. Sunday reporting that a man was puncturing car tires with a knife. San Kie reported. Interrupted by a gasoline station attendant, the suspect fled. He grabbed the wrist of an elementary school boy who happened to be passing by and attempted to drag him away. Wow, this man, this should be a video game. <laughs> Is this Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. <laughs> a male passerby tried to intervene and was threatened by the knife-wielding man. But the gasoline station employee was able to subdue the suspect. Police said the suspect is a 60-year-old man from Tochigi Prefecture. At the time of his arrest, he was also in possession of what appeared to be homemade grenades or explosive devices. Holy shit, this is Grand Theft Auto. Oh my god, this is the fucking perfect story for this episode. 
He's got grenades. He's got a fucking knife. He's looking for like a car to break into. He's got a kid. I'm like, what's he doing with the kid? Oh my god. Um, explosive devices uh, from which smoke was coming, and a gun made from a 3D. Holy fuck! Let me just re. All right. Let me restate this. I'm going to try to be coherent. <clears throat> At the time of his arrest, he was also in possession of what appeared to be a homemade grenade or explosive device from which smoke was coming. Okay, so that means that's bad. That's that's really bad. Yep. If you get a grenade and smoke's coming out of it, that is not a happy grenade. This is <laughs> not a birthday cake. <laughs> okay. Uh, from which the smoke was coming and a gun made by a 3D printer. Okay, Ooh. wow, that's that's bad. That's that's really bad. Bad ass? Bad, no, 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 no that's no, not no. bad ass. No. I mean, he is the 3D printer. I'm not, mm. you know, he's a criminal apparently, but Dirk, he made it with a 3D printer. Don't condone this shit. We don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So this, this is also really, really bad. I too much GTA, I'm sorry. Oh, I do too. All right, so, <laughs> so he's got a 3D, but that 3D printing gun, do you know like fucking like, like half of them explode in people's hands? No, I didn't know. Yeah, they, didn't yeah, know. yeah. there's like an epidemic of people that are making these fucking 3D fucking printed guns and shit, and they're exploding in people's hands. Because uh, fucking like the plastic isn't strong enough, uh, or they make it wrong, or there's a crack, or they fucking fire it too many times, uh, or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, this is a bad thing. Okay, uh, let's see. A gun that was made from a 3D printer in his rucksack. Police summoned a bomb disposal unit before proceeding to take the man into custody. Police said the man's speech since his arrest has been incomprehensible. Mm. Well, there you go. <laughs> you think a guy that's fucking armed to the teeth like this is gonna be like? Yo, I got a perp. Well, maybe you should have a perp. You gotta have a purpose. You <laughs> put this much fucking thought into this kind of bullshit. Like you said, he was he had a permit. So, oh, oh perm- I have a permit for all this ordinance. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they let him get him. <laughs> I got a, a permit for the knife. <laughs> I got a permit for the gun. I got a permit for the bombs. I got a permit right. to take that kid over there. Yeah, Psycho sign. You're mine. And he <laughs> bought. He had the receipt for the 3D printer. He bought a big camera. Holy it shit! It was all good. That is fucking insane. Yeah, I think, speaking of being broken into, I think someone's trying to break in. You like the door? I did. It's not eight yet. It's not it? Well, you got five minutes. Holy shit. All right, so fucking this this place is getting... Dude, you got good customers. It's fucking like eight o'clock. And like, I could check, seeing as how you know how to edit video. No, no, we don't edit shit. Well, we do a little <laughs> bit now. Okay, all right, we'll do one more story. All right, because all time right. is an essence. Okay, this story's kind of sexy. And there's one thing that we like about God Fated Japan is the sexy stories. You know how I get animated and shit? This is when I talk about crime. I love mm, this shit. Mm, mm. I mean, I love to make fun of it. Yep, yep. Mm. All right, here we go. Now, this is pretty awesome. <clears throat> All right, let's do some porno music. Saitama police set up Japan's first all-female forensics team. Mean green fighting machine. Here we go. Saitama. The Saitama Prefectural Police Department has established uh, Japan's first all-female forensics unit. Go cats! I don't know, would they, would they be called Catch or something? Would they? Why? Well, I don't know. It's just kind of like a cool name for like a bunch of girls fighting crime. Fox Force 5. Oh, yeah, Fox yeah. Force 5. Oh, that's a pretty yeah, good one. That's a good one. Five, Fox Force 5. Oh, shit. Dude, Pulp Fiction getting in there and shit. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course I caught <laughs> of that. Of course. 
I expect uh, he, no less. <laughs> John Travolta was like, what? Because he thought he said, Fuck Force 5. <laughs> Wasn't a little movie, a little pilot called Fuck Force 5. What? Oh, man, that was fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Or, like, Charlie's Angels. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. The unit, which officially began its duties on April 1st, consisted of six female officers aged between 20 and 21. No, joking. 20 and 49. <laughs> uh, 20 and 40. Dude, you better get the door, man. I'll, I'll just read this real quick. Somebody's okay. trying to get in, All dude. Right. It could be fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> wow. It could be. Come early. Oh, man. 20 and 49. It's not going to be reported. Responsibilities of the Special Forensics Unit will be most concentrated on cases which there are female victims who have been subjected to sexual abuse and other violent acts. Okay, well, that's, that's well, maybe they know more about how to handle that kind of shit. That's, that's a good thing. Although the overall crime rate in Saitama has decreased in recent years, the number of uh, sexual violent cases involving women has risen for three consecutive years. So the fucking rise of fucking criminal court cases against, like, women is fucking on the sky right. <clears throat> Police spokesman said the department hopes the new team will assist in reducing the mental burden of female victims. Well, if they're already fucked up, that's kind of bad. Uh, he said more than 500 sex crimes have been reported in Saitama Prefecture since the year of 2013. So basically what they're doing is they're having this, this prefectural like, department and they only have girls for this, uh, like, like, that are fighting against like, sexual crimes against women. Yeah, this fucking whiskey is hitting me fucking hard right now, dude. I can't even fucking read or speak or any of that other bullshit. What do you think about this? A I'm new sorry, Charlie's I, Angel group. Yes. That. What is their? What are they focusing on? They're focusing. They're having a girl like fucking police force that's fighting like fucking sex crimes. Do okay. You, do you think they get capes and shit or like masks? Kind of like like that like, would be an, an interesting trend. That and, would uh, be. They get police their own car. uniforms. If police ran around wearing capes, uh, that'd be interesting. That would be awesome. Actually, I would, I would join, if I get a cape, I'll join any company. Dude, I, I joined a fucking like 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 a fucking like accounting company. If you get to wear a cape, that'd be fucking sweet. Capes are fucking dope. Yeah, bring back the cape. <laughs> bring maybe? back the cape. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so there's, there's this girl unit that's fighting yes. sex crimes in okay. fucking Saitama. And how do they do it? They are investigators. They're, they're in, not vigilantes. No, 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 no. They're an official. They're they're the actual cops and shit. They're a bunch of girls from 20 to 40 years old. That's kind of hot. And uh, they're, yeah, I think the and they're all only women. The only women? Like, it, they were brought together to investigate sex crimes only. And they are only women. Yeah. Whose idea women. was that? A guy's. <laughs> the guy's like, hey, you don't be hot. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that's suspicious. <laughs> He's like, dude, we gotta do this. We got the power, we got the money, we got the right. budget. And we're, the like, the guy, we're like the doctors in the $6 billion man. <laughs> and the uniforms, how do they, how revealing are they? Oh, well, they got capes, but. Oh, dude, they got capes. They got a little sexy mask and shit. They got like, like, oh, dude, that'd be fucking sweet. They get a helicopter and shit. Maybe they're just like Gem. Maybe they're like a band gem? of the day. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that'd be fucking insane. All, All right. right. Well, uh, I hope they don't come knocking. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <We're not here. laughs> we, don't, we, we don't do anything here. Why would they? <laughs> they just come to play video games. That'd be awesome. They're like, we have to train. Right. Okay, we're, we're done. We're, we're done training. <laughs> <laughs> now give us fucking shots! <laughs> Alright, well, you got customers here. Yeah, fucking, yeah. It's time to fucking start. It's time to open the bar. Uh, cut it a little too close. Giddy giddy, as 
some of we say even foreigners say in Japan giggity giggity yeah right giggity giggity, giggity. giggity. I, I say that all the time giggity giggity alright finish well thank you very much for tuning in we'll definitely see you next week and shit and fucking let's see next week we'll definitely have the MMA fighter unless we do that the Ooh, week before this that's nice yeah we got an MMA I'll watch that dude we got an MMA fighter and we got a fucking cage fighter and shit and the guy that owns a dojo and shit in uh, Shinjuku and fucking like a rough part of Shinjuku and shit they're gonna be on the show next week so Faders, tune in and fade on. We'll see you next week. Peace. Cheers. And then.